the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. It's a beautiful day here at Millburgers. Uh, lots of color, lots of things. But before we uh, talk about all the things that are happening and all the Christmas trees, we have Heather, who's come up here, and she's got a, a question for us. And you ready? Yes, sir. Okay, you're on the air, Heather. All right. Okay. Hi. I was just wondering, uh, what type of flowers should I plant in my pots uh, for winter time here in the beautiful uh, Texas winter? What? Uh, how much light do they have? How much sun? I have access to a back porch, a front porch, and I have a beautiful bathroom um, window that I could set them around. So I'm not even sure where to begin at the moment, but they have a, several pots with soil and miracle grow ready to fertilize yeah well in full sun you've got pan, uh, pansies and uh, dianthus and all these most of these plants through here there there's some stocks there too they're they're spectacular the calvin really likes stocks yeah and they get a nice fragrance too. Ooh, and for the bathroom she could do cyclamen cyclamen yeah. for sure I yeah i of that too Cyc- uh, those are the shade that, that's the premier shade plants there shade? there's also some primula over there, there for the shade. Okay. You um, can't beat those for the the shade. The shade. Of course, you also have, if you look at the price, you compare them to pansies to cyclamen. You you have to be really serious about wanting cyclamen because they're they're more expensive. Okay, I could try a little one. Um, I'm not a Texas native, but I hear a lot of people talking about blue bonnets. Are blue bonnets uh-huh. in season here? They're not in season, but it's a good time to plant them. Okay, in a pot or in the ground? Uh, you could do both. I'm, um, people do them in the ground. I'm going to do mine in containers, but full sun, right? Okay. Yeah, so absolutely full sun. Okay. Uh, and in fact, yeah, we're going to tell we you. We got the uh, uh, red, white, and blue ones that Jerry has uh, collected yeah. the seed, and uh, they're 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 right over there. They're transplants, and you can plant them in. Rows, you can try to do. People are doing flags with them. No way. Uh, mixing them, just mixing them up. I didn't know that blue bonnets came in different varieties of they, patriotism. <laughs> that's well, exactly they, right. They're they very patriotic blue bonnets. What okay. he, <laughs> Jerry and his team do, he's got the volunteers, gardening volunteers and master gardeners, will go to a field and they'll select. There'll be some white ones, there'll be some pink ones, mostly blue. Yes, that's their name. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then they, uh, and then you just keep selecting and selecting and roguing out the 
the blue ones that that are in your pink field, and eventually you have if everything works perfectly. Yeah, know. nobody likes the blues anymore. There's been too much publicity for the blues. <laughs> yeah, he's. let's promote diversity. <laughs> That's right. There you go. Cool. Um, yeah, but that, you, so you picked a good day, and those I do mine in a container. Okay. And I mixed I've mixed them up in past years with red and blues. I've never done the white, but I'm going to this year. Wonderful. And they look great. When they find they're just going to sit there for a long time. Okay. So they're just going to be kind of till March. Till March, be low to the ground, and you're going right. to go, okay, this was lame. But, uh, <laughs> but when they come up, all of a sudden they're just going to come up and. When do they uh, bloom? Like March. March, March. Okay, March. sorry. I yeah. lost that. And then um, how often should I water these little blue bonnets in my pots? They're terracotta pots. Uh, that. Uh, blue bonnets uh, are pretty dry tolerant once they get established. Okay. I would say once a week. With maybe. a mister or a watering pot? Wa- water in the pot. Okay. Yeah, yeah mister probably pot. not enough. But yeah, but let them dry out too. Like Gary says, you got you got lots of slack towards the dry end, but you don't have much towards the wet end. They don't like wet feet. So if that okay. container stays wet. Yep. All week. Don't They're put any more water yeah. in there. Yeah. Thank you. I had a little lesson on Texas blue bonnet. There you go. There you and go. I might even try those white ones. There you go. <laughs> and, are, and are you going back to Colorado? Or are you? No. You're, you're, I believe I'm going to be moving here and becoming a Texas resident. Okay. And it's super exciting. I just got my Texas driver's license from the DMV. All right. By law, they may not have explained it. By law, you have to get blue bonnets now. Well, by law, no. sir, I will abide by that. <laughs> I will go and select some. Okay, okay. Well, cool. Well, thank you. See, that's how easy it was. That was beautiful. Okay. Thanks for the Take lesson. Thank you. you want to get in? Bye. Did you, did you have a question? Oh, okay. All right. You can, you're welcome to come up and uh, ask your gardening question in person like uh, Heather did, or you can call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And you can listen online if you weren't sure about the advice we gave you. Uh, you can go and listen online. Go to 930amtheanswer.com. Uh, but the, the show is podcast, too, so you can go back and you can listen to uh, to uh, your what question. You, what she said, right. Yeah, and she's right at the beginning, so she can avoid the rest of it and go, oh, I don't want to hear the rest of this. I just want to hear just my, my part. Now, when are they putting that podcast up? It'll go up Tuesday. It goes up by Tuesday? Yeah, they take it and drop it. So, uh, uh, 9.30 a.m., theanswer.com, or you can do klup.com, too. Either one will get you there. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, Thank you. You'll have to call us up and give us a report on how these do. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Okay. We're here every Saturday and Sunday. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. You take care. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We rarely get that much enthusiasm, right. Heather. The uh, <laughs> they're right there. They're, they're, they're oh, see where the red tags are? Those are the red ones. The white ones are next to them. The blue ones are next to them. Right. Yeah. So I, I know that. So red, they literally put them in, red, white, and then There blue. you go. All right. And that, that trash is a pistol. Yeah, he knows what he's doing when it comes to marketing. They could have gone white, red, blue. No, Trace knew exactly what to do. The uh, But speaking of that, so that's a clue. That is the plant of the weekend. No music necessary uh, until Trace comes up. And uh, so we have the red, white, and blue blue bonnets. A lot of work went in to get these, so we want you to be able to come out and enjoy them and get them when you want them. They're two ninety nine a six-pack, uh, and uh, you can... Uh, 
you, if you can't come today, see, they're already getting some, so there will be a few less when you, uh, when you come now. Uh, you can call the nursery at 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760, and uh, they'll put aside some uh, for you. Just uh, call and say, hey, I want uh, two six-packs of red, two six-packs of white, whatever you want, and uh, they'll put go. them aside for you. So you can come get them uh, Monday or Tuesday. Uh, and if you have, if you, if you end up with a pretty display, yeah, oh we, yeah, we may uh, come out and take a picture. Yeah, yeah. at the very least, keep us informed. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it, uh, if it's, it's, it'll be fun. See what yeah. we can do and see, see how those uh, plants can perform. The colors can perform because Jerry may decide. Jerry and his team may decide. Well, it's not. Doesn't work out as well as he thought, or he may be able to. You may be able to refine the process a little bit, and uh, yeah, keep at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he uh, says enthusiastically. They, they um, all bloom about the same time. Uh, they're genetically from the same gene pool. They're just different colors, and uh, I was thinking, thinking about that last night about all the. Uh, People that have helped develop those things over the last 36 years. Yeah. And uh, a lot of farmers. That's true. Verstraten, Versus, uh, Murbys out of La Prior. And uh, you've had some uh, oh, just gardeners out there that have let you know in the, in the oh, early yeah. days about, you know. Yeah. When a, they had thinking some. Thinking of pink, pinks out here or. Yeah, whites out here. Yeah, we were we did a search, uh, a media search, uh, when I was doing TV and uh, and uh, radio, of course, and uh, newspaper. Uh, we put out the word that uh, if you see a if you see some pinks, and I made sure that I, I uh, specified that it had to be twenty plants, at least twenty plants. In a grouping uh, of the before, same of before, the uh, same color, yeah. Before you called, that's tough. And uh, well, that shows that they were uh, had already segregated mm-hmm. quite a bit. And uh, the interesting thing we found out is that uh, people don't don't look at the look at the individual colors. Uh, I, I never forget a guy that called. On, on a Bill McReynolds show, and he he was uh, down around uh, La Prior, I mean uh, Lavernia, and he's a trucker, long distance trucker, and he called in and he said uh, I'd been talking about the white blue bonnet and uh, needing some seed, and uh, he said <laughs> he said you know I thought you were lying. About that white white color blue bonnet, or lack of color blue bonnet, and uh, so I was as I was driving around the state, I kept looking for them, and I could never I could never see them, and I was getting ready to call you and tell you that you, there's no such thing as a white blue bonnet, <laughs> and uh, I was driving in my front gate. Driving where? Driving through the fr- his front gate oh. uh, to his farm. Oh, and he saw that and, and there he found the white blue bonnet. <laughs> He'd been driving by him for all his life, and he'd never seen seen the white blue bonnet. 
So, uh, and same way with the pink. The pink was a lot more uh, difficult to find, and uh, we found uh, we found all colors uh, within uh, Loop 1604 uh, in San Antonio. And you found those big those big groups. Of, yeah, yeah. Because I, I was thinking of uh, I've seen individual pink and whitish. And, but I don't think I've ever seen a big cluster. Like yeah, that. yeah. Uh, the, interesting. I'd be like, I'm probably like the truck driver. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Interesting that about the pinks is uh, uh, my secretary uh, mother called in and said that she'd seen a a big a grouping of of pinks. Your secretary, Kathy? No, I think it was before Kathy. Oh. And uh, but her mother was was partially blind, and she said she said they're out at uh, at the corner of General McMullen and I ninety Highway ninety, and so I would go look at these places, and it was raining. Uh, it was kind of drizzly, and so uh, I went out there to look. And uh, I didn't see him. I said, that a blind woman didn't see a pink blue bottle. And I called the secretary, and she said, no, they're, they're around the corner. They're around the uh, uh, corner there, past the uh, bird box, uh, bird, uh, had a Martin boxes, or as I call them, sparrow boxes. Yes, yes, we know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, sure enough, I walked around there, and there was... Uh, a whole stand of pink, hmm. which has since been bulldozed over. So I, that, that that nearly blind woman saw the original stand of pink. Cool. But uh, anyway, we we had we had a lot of fun. Looking you could write those. a book about that. Yeah, the actually, Blue you could. Quest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, got and you got antagonists in there and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you got people objecting, people yeah. helping, <laughs> and the master uh, Calvin Calvin had an input into it because he assigned one of the meanest women in Texas to supervise my uh, volunteers. The Emory. D- oh gosh, <laughs> the most effective women in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> She's tough. She would no no oh, nonsense. We got, we got to re- rely on her. So oh yeah. All you had to do was say, we, here's what we're trying to accomplish," <laughs> and then you 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 wouldn't hesitate to tell her what the complications were because because <laughs> she wouldn't yeah. wouldn't face her. She'd figure out a solution for it. Yeah, and, yeah. She'd get the volunteers. She'd call the volunteers. Yeah. And uh, she she was good about that. Uh, the only only problem I had with her was uh, with the uh, uh, which w- the petunias would would become the Laura Bush petunia, and because uh, we did it so many years in a row, she got tired of fooling with those petunias. So every time I would say, "Well, we got we need to hold the weeds out of the petunia." She would throw a fit. She would throw a fit. I'm, I'm not coming, you know. Of course, she came every time. Yeah. But uh, uh, I have. I got to remind her that those 
petunias that she cursed all the time yeah. ended up being named after the First Lady of the United States and right. were planted on the grounds of the White House in Washington, D.C. Yep. <laughs> so she kind of settled down on that a little bit. But she, she, she I, I petunia her out. <laughs> I can understand that. And but, uh, uh, if you want some of those Laura Bush petunias uh, for a stocking stuffer. Ooh, that'd be good. Uh, I got a, a notification today from, uh, or yesterday, from uh, Wild Seed Farms. They're having uh, some sales up there. And uh, wild, wildflower seed are good stocking stuffers. Yeah. And we've got some. We've got well, a rack here. if you can find seed after they're in this uh, stockings. <laughs> you might have well, to plant the whole seed. Yeah, you I mean, just you know, plant the stocking. Stocking, yeah. And when like, it decays, they come yeah. up. <laughs> and we have the rack here, too. If yeah, you, if right. you, uh, And from Wild Seed Farms, I believe. So uh, you could come here as well. And uh, yeah, they can all, all, people can always use Cosmos. Yeah. Know, buy Cosmos seed. And I noticed at the wildseed.com website that they're selling zinnia seed, Calvin. Zinnia seed? I guess different colors or something. I didn't open the zinnia section. I was weeding the snapdragons and stocks and... Uh, the other cool weather annuals and uh, a lot of zinnias are coming have, up. Yeah, are, are coming up, and they, for that cold weather we had, you know, close to freezing, they would get burnt or they'd get gnarled a little bit. But you can tell when the the weather turned good again <laughs> in, in ter- their terms. Yeah, they want to grow. Yeah, they perked up again, and the the new leaves started coming out. <laughs> so it, it's like the tomatoes. It's like you know, like. Kind of growing out of season, yeah. but uh, this is this kind of weather. This weather handles all all the it handles the cool weather plants and the warm weather plants. All right. Well, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free outside of San Antonio, eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Give us a call and tell us what's going on in your world. In fact, let's take this opportunity. Are you having trouble? We'll take this opportunity to take, plugged in. Yeah. <laughs> to take a break, and we'll fix Calvin's headphones, and uh, we'll, go. we'll talk to you about other stuff right after this on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. The star at Millburgers is still the fresh-cut Christmas trees. Millburgers carries San Antonio's best selection of fresh-cut Christmas trees from the best growers. Every tree is fresh-cut and displayed in water to maintain superior freshness. And all the trees are selected for their excellent needle retention and shape. You can choose from trees that are 5 feet tall to all the way to 13 feet tall. Millburgers has Fraser firs. 
Nordman furs, which are known for their allergy friendliness, and noble furs, one of America's favorite tree styles with sturdy branches and attractive gray-green color. Here's another reason to get your tree from Millburgers this season. A portion of all the fresh-cut Christmas tree sales will be donated to the San Antonio Salvation Army. So head on over to Millburgers and get your Christmas tree and all your other Christmas items at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. For more information, go to Millburgers nursery.com Is that you Santa Claus? Yes, I'm preparing for some Christmas sharing but I pause because Hang in my stocking I can hear knocking Is that you Santa Claus? Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. A reminder to head on over, and uh, if you want to bring nature to your yard, if you're a gardener and uh, you want to be able to attract more birds and uh, other wildlife to the yard. Wild Birds Unlimited on Hebner Road and Northwest Military can help you with that. Kyle now is the owner, uh, and Bill is there occasionally, uh, but uh, they'll help you. And not only do they carry the products, but they're and, not. And unless they, if they see them as he's coming towards the door, and they can quick lock it. Yeah, but, but Bill's <laughs> quick. He knows all the secret entrances of that place. Um, but, no, the cool thing is that uh, you can go in and you're going to, you know, it's up to you. If you need information, they'll give it to you. If you already know what you're doing, that's okay, too. They have great products. Uh, but let's say you want a Purple Martin house. They're going to uh, show you, uh, ask you kind of where it is, make sure it's okay uh, for you, and then uh, steer you in the uh, right bird house, the right Purple Martin house for you. Or let's say you want to attract a certain type of bird uh, that you've like heard of. Like a sparrow. T- yeah, like a sparrow. I don't know if that's too difficult to do, but... Uh, but anyway, you can talk to them, and they'll help you find the right feed and feeder. Uh, they carry a lot of stuff there at Wild Birds Unlimited. But the most important thing is they carry a lot of information and have a great relationship. It's a relationship business. Uh, you'll while you're there, if you're new, if you if you're not new to it and you've been there before, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you're new to it, you uh, will probably see while you're there someone come in who's been there and going to Wild Birds Unlimited for years, uh, talking to Kyle, talking to Rose, talking to anybody over there about uh, what they've got and all that good information and uh, getting, sharing their success stories, getting something else, or uh, just asking some questions. Wild Birds Unlimited on Hedner Road at Northwest Military. Call them uh, if you want to learn more. 210-479-2473. But forget about that. 210-479-BIRD. All right. 210-479-BIRD. All right. That's a great gift for for a shut-in, too. And honestly, it's a great gift for anybody. Uh, I remember uh, Barron talking about uh, how much his kids, they they got some stuff, and his kids loved watching it. They just became enthralled uh, with it. And and when kids have so much stuff to watch and, you know, their phones and movies and all kinds (laughs) of stuff, that I think that, that nature... Actually, uh, you kind of forget about that. Them, huh? Yeah, well, it 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 it's surprising, but I think when they give them the opportunity to watch birds of the feeder or squirrels or stuff like that, 
uh, it's it's just different. It's real. It's cool. Yeah. It's right in front of them. So anyway, Wild Birds Unlimited. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. And not along that same line, we've been, we're getting reports of uh, the uh, hummingbirds are still around. Is that right? Uh, yeah, the, uh, oh, help me, with the, the, the little ones that are from the west, uh, uh, but, uh, Western miniature Rufus. 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 That was close. Yeah, Raised in the Rufus. Rufus. Oh, I like that. <laughs> they're the ones that if you got if you see some out there, they they look small compared to the black chin and ruby throat that we're used to, and and then they've got some. Uh, even the females have some Rufus kind of colors on the on the side of their breast, but of course the males are real obvious with the Rufus colors. They're the ones that uh, quite often will just. Stay around in your neighborhood all all year. Yeah, yeah. sparrows so, stay around all year. That's right. You uh, can't you can't even get rid of them. <laughs> no, try though you. They might. don't leave like the martins do. You know one one thing you could do yeah. for, for Christmas is put your martin house up outside a window the, so the shut in can see the. Sparrows going and coming in in the Martin. Well, and then you don't have to be a shut-in. I realize I know what you're saying that this is great yeah. for someone who, who's uh, doesn't can, get out a lot and they have they can they're bringing nature. But yeah, I remember uh, when we got a purple Martin house in New Orleans, and my mom, who was not a shut-in, <laughs> it was it was near their window, and she would wake us up. And tell us, you know, they're doing this today. Come see, come see. Oh, they're they're training their young to fly. Come see, you got to come the see this. Sparrow. She's watching sparrows. No, she's watching oh. Purple Martins. <laughs> <sighs> and you could sit in the backyard and you could watch them kind of get on a lounge chair. You could watch them fly around, and it's they they find a dragonfly, and they just pop that dragonfly. Yeah, and it would start, you know. Flying toward the ground or falling toward the ground, and then they'd swoop up and yeah. get it. It was just—it was amazing to watch them. That's yeah, really one good. of their favorite foods. It turns out dragonflies, yeah, or mosquito hawks. I guess it's depending on where you're. Well, from. but the the mosquitoes are are wishful thinking a little bit. No, 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 mosquito hawks. It depends on what oh, part of the country oh. you're from. Whether it's oh, a dragonfly yeah, or dragonflies. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard them called mosquito hawks. Yeah. Uh-oh. Now we're going to get calls. All right. <laughs> mosquito hawks or dragonflies? That must be the Louisiana thing. What's your vote? Oh, we'll get lots of calls. It probably depends on whether you're from East Texas or... Oh, okay. I don't know if there's a third name or not. There might be. Why but, do they call it mosquito hawks? The, the dragonflies think, eat mosquitoes? I think yeah. mosquitoes, yeah. Do they really? Yeah. So vote for your well, name. Usually those dragonflies are around uh, ponds and, and standing in water. But so are mosquitoes. So they should have plenty of food. Plenty of food. <laughs> but they're up high, too. And yeah, you can't even see them. You don't see them until the, the, the Purple Martins pop them. Yeah. And then you see them. We didn't know you were an expert on Purple Martins. I there did. There you go. Well, we your... spent plenty of time being woken up. Uh, you know, it's the weekends. You want to sleep late. <laughs> and, nope, not with the Purple Martins. And I know that there was someone in our neighborhood, too, who put them out in front of their home. And uh, they, uh, it just was, uh, they get so much pleasure out of them. Every year there was a new one. I think they finally ended up with four. And that the, the cacophony of Martin noise was wonderful. Yeah, they are. They are. They get a distinctive uh, noise they make. In so do, do sparrows reproduce in the, in the winter? Do they have no, young not, in not, the winter? Not generally, but they're 
their ideal winter is pretty short. Oh, okay. So they'll they gen they will keep producing long after the martins leave. Yeah. I don't know the exact time, but then they'll and they'll be ready to start long before they get here. You know, oh, the mart. Yeah, the uh, sparrows will. Yeah. Too. Maybe their season might be February through <coughs> November. For Our, sparrows. So a lot better than Martin's, Milton. You're going to have to just start your own sparrow. I mean, quit it. Think the about it. They club. don't leave in the winter. They reproduce. They never leave. They reproduce longer. And this just just keep he keeps talking. You just got to remind yourself. Yeah. That he he also likes cockroaches. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. I'm the I'm for the downtrodden. Yes, you you speak for the insect, the oppressed insects and birds. All right. It's a a conspiracy of the uh, uh, what? I'm beginning to wonder with all his enthusiasm. I think he represents Big Sparrow. Uh. Yeah. Just it's all just a. All right. Let's Uh, see what you got there. I want to mention contrariness. Yeah, that's conspiracy (laughs) of the contrariness. Uh, I want to mention that the uh, uh, when you're planting the blue bonds, red, Mm -hmm. white, and blue, red, white, and blue are blue uh, blue bonds. There, I had them uh, planted in peat powder, what we call two inch, right? Because they're cheaper. And uh, you can get more of them, yeah, for your for your buck. And uh, but there are in peat pots. Don't tear the peat pot off. If you want to take something off, take the uh, very top the lip, the lip of the that's good, Kelly, of the uh, of the of the peat pot off. Just right, just the lip stick sticking up. Uh, before you plant it, yeah, because if that lip is sticking out of the soil, it wick. It causes yeah. it wicking. Well, you can, it, now, it take the take the and it takes the water out of the root system of the plant, not out of surrounding soil. Yeah. And I like your recommendation too to uh, soak those. Uh, yeah, before you plant them. Before you plant them, so they should be. Basically soggy. You can, uh, I just generally set them in a pan of water, you know, for a half hour or so. Yeah, and, and yeah. Then, then you then you do your planting, and then you've got a soggy root ball and yeah. pot. Yeah, And it gives them a, a better chance for a good start. Yeah, that's a good good tip. We used to recommend that in all our publications. Yeah. Uh, when when most most of the plants were in peat pot. But now they've moved into a plastic container. Uh, but uh, let's see, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, the, remove, remove that that lip. Uh, keep it from drying out. And also, um, they won't freeze, so you don't have to worry about covering them. And uh, <laughs> we talked yesterday a little bit with Trace about the they're they're largely deer resistant, uh, but uh, some years, I know at Forest Appleton's house there, and, and uh, uh, I'm going to run a little experiment. They used to, they used to, yeah. they they eat them some years, 
and some years they uh, walk around them. I checked out my shed and found my liquid fans. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a, a calendula. I'm gonna test them. Yeah. And then also some of some of the blue bonnets. Good. See. Yeah, we recommended uh, liquid fence for what did Trey say? Six weeks. Yeah, I I generally do it. Once a week for three weeks, but yeah, I think that'd be good. Yeah, just to see. They 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 have a curiosity brows, in other words. But the the plat the blue bonnets that they ate at Forest Appleton's house were seedlings. In other words, they came up from the seed. Oh, really? And uh, like I like I say, some years they would eat yeah. them, and some years they wouldn't touch them. Uh-huh. Uh, don't worry about them stomping them. It, it, it doesn't hurt for is stomp it, them. Is a curiosity brows the same as, as an orneriness brows? <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, I think, so. I think curiosity is where you really <laughs> can't, I, can't you, blame yeah. them. You're just upset. The, or, you got, the you, ornery is where it's intentional. Yeah, you go out and you, just, you see them. They're in your, in your uh, bed. And then you look at them, give them that dirty look, and they just stomp their feet and give you a dirty look right back. I mean, yeah, they don't care. Mm-hmm. That's got, when that's when to squirt them with liquid fins. <laughs> That'll teach them. I, I know that this is becoming like a broken record, but I got to figure out if I can plant them in a container. Oh yeah, with our feral cats. No, because now the for a while they left the stinking uh, seeds of the. Uh, <laughs> Of the uh, poppies alone, and last night apparently they had to go to the restroom, and Uh-oh. yeah, they dug some up. Dug the poppies up? Yeah, they they, they push them aside. They yeah. Well, uh, I got to figure out. I got to get something to put over that. But anyway, uh, Jerry, Jerry hasn't uh, accepted any kind of uh, kind thought or pro- provided any kind of kind thoughts about uh, those uh, feral cats, like he does. No, uh, like English the sparrows. sparrows yeah. Or, Cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> to me, they're in the same category. Maybe though. Jerry would like some feral cats. Yeah. No. Like she can then keep the roaches and the sparrows company. He's got he's got some uh, dogs that wouldn't like any. Uh, yeah, cats. I was I was trained at an early age, Milton. Yeah. To handle feral cats. No, I want to hear this. I don't don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to know how you're fed. All right. My daddy was a nope. had a remedy for nope. cats. Don't want to hear it. 210-308-8867. Push that button. There must be a button. Yeah, 210-308-8867. Toll free, 866-308-8867. On plantanswers.com, we've got uh, several articles uh, to help you through the Christmas holidays. Uh, we got uh, Christmas tree and poinsettia care is the first topic of the month. Topic of the month. In which we quote Milton's uh, deal on keeping Christmas trees living and healthy, and that is to keep your butt clean. Oh, yeah, your tree and uh, and moist. Mm-hmm. Keep it moist and clean. I'm not sure that's actually my advice. I can't take credit. I'd, I'd be wrong. <laughs> I'd be plagiarism, and the English major in me won't let me do that. So oh, okay. I can't do that. And then, yeah, but you're just, you're just a UT grad. Hey, we produce great English majors. And and then we've got another article uh, specifically on poinsettias, uh, about poinsettia care. And uh, we had another poinsettia problem uh, uh, last week. 
I I got my daughter some poinsettias for Christmas to decorate her house with. And uh, she put a picture of it on Facebook. And uh, got a lot of good comments. Now everybody wants one. (laughs) Got a lot of good comments from people, except one person wrote in and said, they're going to poison your dogs. Oh. I saw, I I was surprised, but I saw, you know, there's a lot of these uh, toxic plant articles, but uh, ones I've seen, the last two or three... Have, that, left, have left, have either made a note about <laughs> some plants are, that we thought were toxic or not. There you go. Or they just left off the poinsettia. So. Good. All right, Trace is up on the porch with us. Good so. morning, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Oh, it is, it's, yes. It is. Well, you've been busy. We've been seeing you moving all around, so... Still and moving out some trees. Yeah, the wore yesterday. There was some trees left, and, they, and what we have left still looks good. So if you don't have a Christmas tree, we got you. We it's got you Trace was personally helping move out those trees. Yes, <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, yeah 40, that. forty plus there, or 50, 50, I think. Uh, when I counted this morning, it was under fifty, but I, that was a couple of hours ago, so I don't even remember. I don't remember <laughs> what that number was. Uh, that always amazes me uh, with y'all's trees. People come. Families come when you first get in the trees, and they meticulously circle all the trees and pick out. Finally, pick out one that they all agree is is the one, and then take it. And uh, then, when it comes to the last of the season, the trees are still. It's as good a shape as the ones that they took out earlier. They are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've always wanted to ask them, why did you pick this tree do out of all the others? Because they're all basically the same. It's not. They're not one-sided like the trees used to be. So 90% of the time, the first tree that they all look at is the one, the one that they're going to take. Gonna take. Well, okay. it, it does kind of... If you look at a mass like that, there is generally one or maybe two that kind of attract your attention. They speak to you. Yeah. They say, take me home. That's it. No. <laughs> so, uh, and different people are spoken to differently. That's by right. Different Thank kinds goodness. of trees, different sizes. That tree knows where it wants to go. Yep. The tree picks you. It's like a puppy. <laughs> and, then, and then it knows it wants to come back here and get. Yeah, afterwards. Recycle. A good percentage of them, yeah. But Millburgers is a. Uh, Taken to Milton's advice, and they keep the butts clean and moist, right, Trey? Yes, they're all in water. There you go. Yeah. And so uh, if you keep them, take them, get a stand, keep them in water, your tree yeah. will look great. You could, I wonder how long you really could keep it I've, under that. I've seen some come back uh, towards the end of January that still look good. Still look good. Oh, wow. Yeah. They, they left. These trees. I bet they'll make it through April. Yeah, I'd really? Yeah. I, I had a gentleman bring Will one. Will they make it till next Christmas? No. I had, a, I had a gentleman actually bring me one back from oh. last year. Yeah. I guess oh. he, he uh, left it on the side of his house or something, and he, he brought it brought it back from How did uh, <laughs> it was, it, was pretty, little, it was a little brown. Uh, yeah, I imagine so. Do you want to trade in? Uh, I, I'm... I'm not sure. I bought this last week. Now look at it. Misunderstood the exchange program or not. uh. Yeah, that's funny. All right, so we got still have uh, the fresh cut trees. Do we still have some living? 
Christmas? We time? have living trees, uh, lesser selection, but we do have a, a, a fair number of them. Uh, we also have a little bit of garland left and a few bigger wreaths left. What, what about the, the living trees? So we got some air. We got any Arizona cypress? Oh, you bet! Left? I've got some beautiful. Uh, I can't remember. They're one of the blue varieties in uh, thirty gallon. Cool. That uh, that that tree is a spectacular one for the landscape. It's uh, drought tolerant and uh, has, maintains a conical shape. And then, as Chris mentioned, they're uh, they've got a distinctive blue. The, the variation, the selections mm-hmm. are, have a variation. And they're twenty percent off, right along with really? uh, with yeah. the other uh, pine looking trees. And the poinsettias, they they might be on sale now. Twenty uh, percent off. Twenty percent off. Yeah, yeah. All, any size. Okay. Values to thirty nine ninety nine. Wow, very cool. Yeah, and they're pretty. We're we're looking at them here, uh, amongst the cyclamen, which by the way are also on sale. They'd also look great. Um, and that did, did that woman from Colorado? I don't know if you knew she was Colorado or not. Did she buy? Some, <laughs> I think she did. She, she did because did she, oh, she was waiting. She just, that's right. She was really that's right. right. She just recently left. She's a transplant from Colorado, so we said by law she has to buy blue bonnets. Okay. And red, white, and blue for the Texas flag. And I, I, like that. I suspect that she had some conversations with folks in there because she had some a lot of conversations with us, and then she was gone quite a long time there, so she was yeah. probably talking to. So, so um, speaking of uh, Cappy or red, white, else. and blue blue bonnets, are those the plant of the weekend? All right, so lupine, the Texas state flower, uh, blue bonnets, two ninety nine a pack, and we've got your red, we've got your white, and we've got your blue. There yep. you go. And uh, there's still plenty. There are. What a coincidence! That's the, the colors blue, of the, the flag. The huh? blue, it is. Uh, mm-hmm. The blue is outselling the uh, red and the white. Oh, is it really? Yes, it is. Okay. What? It is. <laughs> Don't tell Jerry that. It looks like those people would be tired of blues by now. No, that's it. State flower. They're, they're all the state <laughs> flower. Is, it a, is it a little protest, do you think, or is it just the fact that they realize that the blues are a little more aggressive or something? <laughs> I, I, I they probably just know it. They it's, just can't like speak the familiar with the blue. And, they like the blue. Yeah. But uh, if you haven't done it, you need to get the red, the white, and the blue. I've done the red and the blue together in a pot, and it looks great. Yeah, It the, really does when they mix up and stuff. Oh, you haven't? You, this is past year? Yeah, it's been a few years okay, ago. Okay, because I was wondering how you got your <laughs> bloom blooming already it. a secret. Yes. Yeah. The, so, bl- the blue is the Ladybird Johnson Royal Blue. So it's a deep blue, yeah. So it's, it's a developed blue, too. So um, how did sales go okay yesterday with them? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Okay, so. It's kind of a cute, uh, you know, when you're talking about Cyclamen being a, a cute uh, Christmas present, you know, for. Under five bucks, you get a plant that can last inside uh, forever and blooms all that time. Spectacular! That uh, red, white, and blue blue bonnets is kind of the same. Yeah, presently kind of a special Texana thing. Good Christmas gift, not a good stocking stuffer, but a good Christmas yeah. gift. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was our, our person from Colorado. She that that struck her right away too. The significance of that, and they. That's the first thing they did was go over there and look up. Yeah, look and years years ago, uh, Kevin mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. We uh, did an experiment uh, interplanting uh, uh, pansies oh, yeah. with with blue bonnets, and uh, facing the pansies a little bit 
further apart than we normally would. And uh, we're plan planting the blue bonnets in there, thinking about when the pansies uh, play out, uh, you could, the blue bonnets will take over the bed. They, yeah. Maybe a little before the that, pansies that, play out. Yeah, oh, if, okay. if they had any affection for their pansies, yeah. Sarah, <laughs> all of a sudden these blue bonnets were everywhere and no no pansies could be found there. Yeah. <laughs> hidden in, down, inside there. Yeah, blue bonnets have a long period of uh, hunkering down on the, on the ground. Uh, and then when they decide to get and, big. Yeah, the, the, they're the Texas State weed, you know. And uh, they do like a lot of weeds do at this time of the year and through the winter. They stay small uh, and in a, what we call a rosette form. And then when they're, the, weather, the soil temperature warms uh, and the day length gets longer, bam, up comes a huge, huge weed from that, uh, that uh, rosette. Yeah. And and they can be deceiving because they just sit there. Oh yeah, right. yeah. That's why that's why we thought with the pansies around them. Yeah, that you could forget about them. Yeah, yeah. You see color, and citrus trees are on sale. They are. Yeah, All right. One of one of the most popular Christmas gifts is uh, <laughs> lemons and limes. Lemons, limes, oranges, grapefruit, satsumas. Yeah. Uh, they're in the three-gallon Run, container. Running lean on satsuma though. What's we're, that? Running a little lean on the satsuma. Uh oh. So Better hurry and get your satsuma. Uh, but yeah, they're in the three gallon. They are thirty four eighty eight on sale. That's twenty percent off. Yeah. All right, Trace. What else? You gonna get some more satsumas this spring? This, oh yeah, uh, spring. J- right? j- uh, January, I think. From that new producer. Um, yeah. Brazos, I think. Okay. Good. Uh, fruit trees are on sale uh, for thirty one eighty eight in the three gallon. Uh, on I guess obviously limited to stock on hand. Yes. And, and so apples, peaches, pumpkins. You can uh, have a partridge in a pear tree. No, uh, no pumpkins, Milton. No, I'm sorry. I was trying no. to get some apple, peaches, <laughs> pumpkin. Pie. All right. Pansies, cyclamen. Yes, lots of great things on sale here at Mill Burgers. And uh, they've got primrose on sale, too. They do, 48. Yeah. We've already, we've already uh, discounted our, our Christmas merchandise. That's all I wanted to say. As soon as you turn in, you see it. Yep. Uh, so all the metal art. So uh, you can take advantage of the, the sale and still decorate for this year. And some new things, uh, yeah, our our season uh, stock were set back because of the uh, weather this spring at the wholesale nurseries. But now they're moving in here. You got some, yeah, uh, ten, ten inch and some six pack. Yeah, if you've uh, it's been a while since you uh, smelled the wonderful fragrance of uh, stocks, it's worth it just to come and try that. Get a few for your in front of your door or uh, a little, even a small part of your bed. They'll make a real impression, and they're a nice, really a nice cut forward too. Hey, we got to take a break. While we do, give us a call at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road. The star at Millburgers is still the fresh cut Christmas trees. Millburgers carries San Antonio's best selection of fresh cut Christmas trees from the best growers. Every tree is fresh cut and displayed in water to maintain superior freshness. And all the trees are selected for their excellent needle retention and shape. You can choose from trees that are five feet tall to all the way to thirteen feet tall. Millburgers has Fraser firs. 
Nordman furs, which are known for their allergy friendliness, and Noble furs, one of America's favorite tree styles with sturdy branches and attractive gray-green color. Here's another reason to get your tree from Millburgers this season. A portion of all the fresh-cut Christmas tree sales will be donated to the San Antonio Salvation Army. So head on over to Millburgers and get your Christmas tree and all your other Christmas items at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bulverde Road. For more information, go to Millburger Nursery.com. On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love she gave to me 12 shotgun shells, 11 duck decoys, 10 pure patties, 9 oyster stewing, 8 crabs a brewing, 7 fleur de lis, 6 cypress knees, and for the last time, them 5 poor do. 4 puss cafes, 3 stuffed shrimp, 2 voodoo dolls. And this here crawfish in this here fig tree. Man, you know she loved me a lot. I love her too. Merry Christmas. That's the, the Cajun 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> the crawfish. That's kind of better than yesterday. Oh, good. See, Al? You're okay. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I'll get the weather up, and we'll talk about it after the news and okay. what's going on. But let's see. What else do we have to talk about? And Rob may our, be coming about. Our butterflies back. Yeah. That one lone monarch, monarch is sticking with the milkweed. <laughs> That's one of the arguments uh, for... Uh, Cutting back the uh, tropical milkweed, too, is not to encourage them to stay, of course. Because this one has lost its chance to get yeah. south. Oh, go south quick. Yeah. Hurry. Maybe we can mail it to us. Yeah, or mail it ma- to ma- build, them a little, build, build her a little uh, shelter. You know. <laughs> She's sitting there saying, oh, this is great. There's nobody here. Yay. Oh, this is wonderful. Yeah. No competition. Huh? Yeah. All right, again, 210-308-8867. I mentioned that uh, about the person calling in uh, or writing in saying that the uh, poinsettias were going to poison the uh, dogs. My my daughter's got two dogs. And uh, I've thought about this poinsettia thing, Milton. Yeah. I've been approaching this from a wrong angle. <laughs> wow. You know, when I when I was growing up, if I were to eat uh, or damage my mother's house plants, she had a way of explaining that to me that I shouldn't do that ever again. And I remember it to this day. But you can't do that to youngsters this day and age. So if you've got a youngster... Uh, eating your poinsettias. Yeah. Uh, just let him let her go ahead and eat all they want to, and then take them to the uh, hospital and get their stomachs pumped. That after they do that a couple of times, they'll quit eating that poinsettia. Will they? Yeah, and you won't ha- have a. Uh, whipped them or spanked them or whatever you do, whatever you used to do to them. 
Again, the you views of, them to the <laughs> of the person. Have you ever had your stomach pump, Milton? No, I'm sure it's not very nice. Uh, no, it's not very nice. Okay. Now, this is the same guy with the cockroaches and <laughs> yes. the sparrows. Again, remember, take in, keep in mind the source. Uh, <laughs> I love sparrows. I know, and sparrows and cockroaches uh, and stomach pumps. As far as your pets are concerned, yeah. uh, if they chew on them, have you ever eaten a poinsettia, brother? No, I know you have. I've eaten those. And look at on you. On TV. And, uh, you look how they're, not, they're not very good to eat. And they're not tasty? No, they're not like proper uh, lettuce or anything uh, like that. So uh, uh, they will regurgitate them. Oh. The dogs will before they poison the if system. They're, if they're inclined to chew on them, I, I was thinking that I've had dogs... For 60 years, uh, lots of dogs and lots of poinsettias. I don't remember ever having a dog that. No. I've, I've n- never have made a special point to That's keep it out one. of the range. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. You know, it's been on the they've been on the floor in the hallway or wherever the do- you know the dogs are and. Uh, <laughs> They're just not, it's not something that seems to be real desirable to them. And I think that run, it's generally on, on plants that have a poor taste and have yeah. some toxicity. They, they're they smarter than that, or they've, they've learned quickly if they take a oh, little Oh, sure. And you can find more information about this on plantanswers.com? Absolutely. All right. And that 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 person eating, the person that's actually eating the poinsettia, once they have the stomach pump, ah, you can you can learn. They gonna get it. Send your emails to Jerry uh. at plantanswers.com. <laughs> We're gonna take a break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery on 9:30 a.m. Man. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. If you're calling from outside of San Antonio, I'm trying to see if I recognize someone who may be coming up to talk to us. But Where did we get that uh, call from yesterday? Uh, oh, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. yeah, we're huge in Michigan. Doing Crawford lettuce in, in, in Michigan. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see. <laughs> So we have a test field in Alabama, <laughs> and we have a test field in Michigan now. And you so, can get free seed here? Yeah. Uh, and, and you come in. And you'll have to wait until uh, next year for Jerry to mail them out to you. Is that's that, right. Is that right? So uh, Yeah, I've done That's done for the season. Yeah, I, I did my Christmas mailing already. That's uh, all right. You're thinking the, that was... Yeah. No. Oh, kind of looked like them. All right, 210-308-8867. Yeah. 210-308-8867. Let me give you the weather forecast. As promised, uh, today mostly sunny with a high near 82. It's currently about, let's see, it says it's 66, but maybe to refresh it. 66? I think I need to refresh this and see yeah, what it says. 70. 
Five, probably. Yeah. Now? Right now? Hmm. Huh. You think it's closer to 66? I do. Okay. <laughs> well, I've refreshed it, and it still says 66. So uh, Okay. All right. Uh, low this evening around 58. Cloudy through uh, mid-morning tomorrow. Uh, and uh, with a uh, low tomorrow night, so gusty winds, highest 20 miles an hour uh, tomorrow, and clear tomorrow night with a low around 37. Wow. Uh, to- colder. Tuesday sunny with a high near 54. Uh, oh, and see, Calvin, this is closer to what you thought. Tuesday night clear with a low around 30. And then uh, sunny on Wednesday, high near 57, and then it warms up the rest of the week significantly. So, Yeah, the, the uh, forecast in the paper this morning, uh, the low there, you said 30, they said 31, so that's still, yeah, when was that, was that Tuesday night? Tuesday yeah, night. Tuesday night, and that's updated from yesterday. Yesterday they were doing, I think they were saying about 34, so it's dropped. And the... The uh, few days before in the paper, they had two days where it was going to hit 30, 31. So, oh, wow. So that's, I, uh, as Jerry said, this uh, gives you a little time to prepare. Oh, yeah. Today would yeah. be, be a wonderful day to put those uh, frost cover cloth, cloths on there. And uh, Millburgers got all, yeah. all sorts of, uh, I've got large pieces. That they sell. They can custom cut something for you. Yeah, that's that's neat that they do that. Uh, uh, because uh, a lot of times, when you buy something prepackaged, uh, the packaging costs more than wow. the actual material cost. So uh, uh, when they cut it themselves, you get a a better price on the on the material. By the way, I did refresh properly, and it says it's seventy three there. Really? Yeah. I was surprised because it's uh, pretty comfortable. Yeah. Well, with the sun came out, so that helps a lot. Uh, but it's a pretty day here at Millburgers, and we encourage you to come on by. Uh, lots of beautiful pansies. We mentioned they were on sale. Cyclamen, from our, from our view, there's lots of color right out in the front uh, that you can enjoy. You were saying that your uh, son-in-law... And daughter planting pansies yeah, to uh, to on brighten the front porch. to brighten up for the holidays. And we're we're the purpose is still in question. Is it food for the oh. deer or yeah. for, for the guests that are coming? <laughs> maybe both. <laughs> the purpose but, and the outcome may be different. But uh, every time we plant a planter box on the front porch, I just can't imagine that those deer would come up on the front porch. Uh, Forrest Appleton used to tell me that they come up on his front porch all the time. And uh, so uh, that that's when he was using that scarecrow to ch- chase the deer away. It, it's a water, yeah. water timer one of, thing. One of my neighbors uses one that seems to work pretty well. I, I did them a few years ago as an experiment. Didn't care much for him, but the, he's got this set up. Yeah, it wor- it works. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, the problem you have to leave them hooked up to the water source all the time, and uh, and placement is important. Yeah, but uh, I remember when Forrest was testing them, uh, he had deer he has deer paths through his yard trail, mm-hmm. <laughs> and where he put that. 
Well, but that deal, that scarecrow, that's what they call the device, uh, those trails grew over. I don't know whether it was the water or whether the deer didn't use that trail anymore. So uh, they do work, but like you say, they have a tendency to clog up, and yeah. uh, they also uh, have to be uh, left on the water hose all the time, the water source. But uh, I, I also wanted to remind everybody that we've got the good vegetable transplants out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the ve- the vegetable plants that they've got on the uh, shelves out here, which includes spinach and uh, broccoli and uh, lettuce and uh, I'm just looking at them from here and cauliflower and uh, probably ca- uh, collards and Brussels sprouts. Uh, they won't freeze. You don't have to worry about them freezing. And uh, lettuce is especially true. That's true with lettuce. That we use leaf lettuce out here, not head lettuce. Um, uh, Calvin mentions all those in his in his article in yesterday's paper. With uh, it talks about uh, if you did, I got yesterday's paper that. Uh, uh, it's about feeding and sheltering birds from uh, with using plants it should provide berries, seeds, and cover. And got a beautiful picture of a weasatch uh, on the front page. They're giving you good coverage on those pictures, son. I yeah, I used to say that the pictures were worth more than uh, more than my article was. Mm. I I used to furnish uh, black and whites pictures with my article and uh if i used them properly they're 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 really helpful that's a uh i the uh editor the newspaper is responsible for the pictures with my articles and that because that that, that's a pretty demanding writing the article is demanding but also oh yeah getting all the photos find a picture photo to go with it helps if you got a library but if you don't have a library yeah you spend a lot of time getting the right pictures yeah i used to uh take a lot of black and white every every slide i took i took black and white pictures and that's what we use in the paper but uh, they're they're giving you some color pictures in there, which is nice. And uh, he, Calvin mentions in his uh, this week in the garden about uh, the winter vegetables, such as broccoli and cabbage, and uh, to watch out for cabbage loopers or the worms that eat the holes in them. But uh, uh, I've noticed, and didn't you say that uh, we're not having very many loopers? Show up this year? Yeah, not not like uh, I would expect. You know, you and I, it's you know, if you do, it's really different if you do if you plant your new uh, transplants out there and you don't have some visit by cabbage loopers within a week or ten days. Yeah, but uh, I've had some limited uh, attacks, but not <laughs> not like I would expect. Yeah, we used to say it's not if they're coming, it's, it's when, when they're, they're coming. coming. <laughs> but then this year, that wouldn't be the case. Um, 
also, uh, Neil, we talk about water and the, the poinsettias. Mm-hmm. And that's covered in that first article on plantanswers.com on a Christmas trees and poinsettia care. We talk about uh, the ice cube method. And uh, what, the uh, other article I have on there, proper watering and care of poinsettia plant, one of the best uh, quotes and summarizes that whole article is uh says how often should I water the poinsettia and what is the best technique to use uh, those are seemingly simple questions but the answer to confuses people a lot of people the simple and best answer is lightly water them lightly daily with a weekly soak you know, that's what we talk about, uh, uh, the ice. ice cubes during the week, every day. Uh, and I give that, uh, how, to, how to do that uh, in that ar- in the article, first article on plantanswers.com. Uh, but that uh, what people forget is the de- uh, weekly soaking. Uh because the the ice cubes are just to, to keep the medium moist, yeah. but uh, in a dry in a house where we keep it dry and the humidity is low, those plants need a uh, deep soaking. Don't pet the cat. And you don't. Uh, I was thinking you're going to talk about too the folks that try to do a deep soaking. Out there on their yeah. favorite cabinet or right. wow. on the carpet corner or whatever. <laughs> they, that doesn't work out too well either. So, so it's, it's, a, it's a kind of an exceptional situation when you use poinsettias. They're beautiful, last a long time, and really make you think about and appreciate the holidays. But they do require some special planning uh, to keep them to fulfill their uh, uh Potential in terms of the holidays and looking beautiful. Yeah. If only there was some place that I could go on Monday to hear about how to care for these things after the holidays. No. No. No place. All right. 210-308-8867. Hey, Rob, you want to come back around? Come on on up there so we can talk to you. Yeah, we can look at you. He sneaked up on me. He did. He sneaked. Rob moves like the wind. (laughs) <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, and there is an event that's happening tomorrow where Claudette uh, Rogers here at the nursery will talk a little bit about how to care for your uh, some of your Christmas plants afterwards. We're going to talk to Rob now of Gardening Volunteers of South Texas. He's going to tell us a little bit about the uh, tomorrow's uh, Gardening Essentials There plants. you go. All right, Rob, grab that microphone so we can get you now. Oh, okay, wow. All righty. Cool. All right, what's going on, Rob? Oh, I'm just coming up here to mainly, first off, I'm going to say thanks to each one of you, to everything you do to help promote everybody and anybody out here in this city. Oh, well, thank you. It doesn't matter if it's the Men's Garden Club, 50th Anniversary, or Water Saver Tour, what about, what about cockroaches and English sparrows? Well, we're going to have a special class on that. Jerry's oh. putting a slideshow together. Oh, there you go. Sparrows, the but unknown heroes of nature. you have always been great about helping promote anybody and everybody. 
And some of us are bad about calling you back and saying, hey, it turned out great and giving you some feedback. Yeah, and we need to hear. some of us will try to get better about that. <laughs> All right. But, no, tomorrow's class is going to be a good one. Yeah. We've got Claudette from here at Millburgers. Mm-hmm. And uh, coming, and she's going to talk about, you've got this new poinsettia. You've got this new living Christmas tree. Maybe you haven't decided on what to buy for a Christmas tree, and even though they're running low, they might have some by Monday evening when the class lets out. Different things like that, because it's the time of the year, and some of these plants are specific in what they need. Different watering, different lighting, different care. And who better than to get with Claudia, one of the yeah. resident guru staff here. Yeah. And then there is our infamous David Rodriguez. Yay! He knows. Award-winning David Rodriguez, <laughs> which y'all right. have been covering. Mm-hmm. And I've been making sure. So it's going to be a great program. Uh, if You're bound to learn something in the process. I know I will. So I'm looking forward to it. I know quite a few people, and I appreciate the fact that y'all have been helping promote it with other people. But, again, some of it was, I just wanted to get a thank you right off the record right now to, no, well, thank for you. all that you do for everybody. Thanks, man. And uh, so, all yeah. right. So, okay, so we don't, we, don't, we don't want heads to get big here. Yes. So it begins <laughs> tomorrow at noon. 12 to 3. Claudette uh, first. Claudette's going to be first. First, we have the little getting everybody signed in, get settled in and that. We do have the little potluck thing there in the back of the room. And, yes, I've had some new people starting to come in, bringing oh, things, because they've seen us put that there. And, you know, that makes you feel a little welcome when you walk in, at least carrying a plate of cookies. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's going to say hi to you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you're going to make friends. And, and introduce themselves. So, and it makes them feel welcome, too. Uh, so what kind of stuff are you looking for? Are you looking for entrees, desserts, just whatever? <laughs> I've never seen them turn down anything. That's a good point. That's a real good point. As long as it fits on the table, it's going out there. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and it's amazing. Everybody, They generally all get eaten, too. So. Yeah. And, and that's the beauty. And you can never have too many brownies. No. No. Especially this time <laughs> of the year. So Chicken. We, we make a few quick announcements, mm-hmm. and then we get after it. Um Claudette will be first, and she goes on about 12.15 or so, talking about an hour. Then we'll take the little short break, let everybody stretch their legs a little bit, and then get David set up. And then away we go. He'll start talking about 1.30 to about 2.30. There you go. Then we let him answer a few more questions and that, and then we get after the door prizes, which you never know what's going to be there. So it's fun. It's entertaining. Mainly, it's educational, great group of people. That's how I got started. I can still remember the first one I walked into, and it was Joe Fletcher, Mary jo- Mary Jean Johnson. You remember her? Mm-hmm. And Diane Dondero that greeted me. Tom Harris was back there. Yeah. And Sharpening so I tools. still remember, and that's how a lot of us got started with GVST later on. Just coming to the classes, getting to know a few people. I didn't know what to do at one of those events, but I showed up, and I could move boxes around. I could hang signs. Was Tom's heart still beating at that time? Off and on, yeah. Well, off and I on, change off things now. So. <laughs> Was he uh, sharpening uh, tools? Uh, yeah. Rob mentions those programs. You can you hear about them when you, they'll talk about them, but they're also uh, they've always got those sign-in sheets there that kind of have a little do a little description, and I've seen new folks kind of kind of 
without wanting to make a commitment, kind of look and read and look. And they may not choose to participate that first time, but I always think that, well, next time they'll do yeah. it. Yeah. A little bolder. Yeah. And that's what we try to encourage and have somebody back there. And I try to tell if I have to put out one of these things is, no, we're not going to put you out there and get you in trouble. Just come hang out in the background, listen, watch, and learn. And... And but, if you got an SUV or pickup, you'll, you'll find all sorts of uses yeah. for you. <laughs> for sure, bring your shovel. Yes. There you and, go. Uh, so yeah. it's the way most of us all got started. It's just coming into the class because we were curious, something interesting, and then just got to know the people and slowly got involved. So it's tomorrow beginning at noon, going till 3. Yeah. And then um, where? where is it going to be? It's going to be at the Garden Center. They're at 3310 North New Braunfels in Funston. There you go. It's As you're driving in the entrance, it'll be that first building at the bottom of the parking lot on your left. Not all their new entrance into the botanical garden. Okay. So that is where we hold the classes and stuff like that. So it's easy to find, usually plenty of parking. Come right up on up the front door, and we'll help you get on inside. And ladies will be there to kind of get you checked in and give you your door prize and Hopefully you make a five dollar donation. It's okay. not mandatory. It's towards requested. The class. I said it's it not says mandatory. Requested. Yeah. You should just be appreciated. Yes. Well, how's I'll your appreciate it. Yeah. You'll be happy to know, Rob, that we've uh, uh, forced Jerry to quit collecting the, the fee. Yeah. Here. yeah. Well, we in finally, advance. Yeah. We finally made a sign that says no. Do not make checks out to Jerry Parsons. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You've seen that. Yeah. You've seen the signs that say do not feed the cat. Yeah. Do not give Jerry your five dollars. So he'll just do things with it that you. Yeah. That's right. Anyway, it it should be a good class. Oh Lots yeah. Lots of good people. Good weather. Good weather. Oh yeah, it should be. And well, come what, on by. We'll have some fun. What, what does the weather matter if they're inside of that's the right. Well, that's true. Well, you got to get into the building. You know. I always think it's a bit of a challenge when you're, <laughs> you're in there. The classes are wonderful, but when you look out at this kind of weather. Yeah. Yeah. Should I be out there digging or should I be out in here learning so that I can dig better the next time? Uh, I did inform David that it is a rain or shine event. Okay. <laughs> And David, cool. David going to be talking about uh, 2019 is almost gone. What should you do to get ready in your yard, beds, and landscaping for 2020? And actually, he's got a wonderful talk. Yeah. I had Denise send me what his PowerPoint presentation is. Oh, did it? Did you pass it? And I sat there yesterday and printed them out and stapled them all together so everybody will get a handout to go along with his presentation. Get out of here. And it's even in color. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I don't know if Jerry has ever done that for us. No. Show up. It's a whole new year in 2020. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So if they want more information, where do they go? They can go to gardeningvolunteers.org. Okay. It's on the website, all the information there. Just right there on the front page, I believe. You can just click on Learn More on that event. All so. the classes are on there. Cool. Thank you, Rob. Thanks for coming. Great right. job. All right. Again, thank you all. We're trying to get it to where you don't have to go looking around on the website. That's okay. <laughs> so That's our pleasure. All right. We're all going, right. Thank we're you, all guys. Anything else? We're going to take a quick break all and right. be back in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer.
Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. The star at Millburgers is still the fresh-cut Christmas trees. Millburgers carries San Antonio's best selection of fresh-cut Christmas trees from the best growers. Every tree is fresh-cut and displayed in water to maintain superior freshness. And all the trees are selected for their excellent needle retention and shape. You can choose from trees that are 5 feet tall to all the way to 13 feet tall. Millburgers has Fraser firs. Nordman firs, which are known for their allergy friendliness, and noble firs, one of America's favorite tree styles with sturdy branches and attractive gray-green color. Here's another reason to get your tree from Millburgers this season. A portion of all the fresh-cut Christmas tree sales will be donated to the San Antonio Salvation Army. So head on over to Millburgers and get your Christmas tree and all your other Christmas items at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com. They said there'd be snow at Christmas They said there'd be peace on earth But instead it just kept on raining A veil of tears for the virgin birth I remember one Christmas morning A winter's light and a distant choir And the peal of a bell And that Christmas tree smell Eyes full of tinsel fire. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Thanks very much to Rob for coming by. And you can find out more information about Gardening Volunteers of South Texas at gardeningvolunteers.org. Yeah, and I want to send out an appreciation to David Rodriguez, yeah. one of the speakers tomorrow, because if it, if it, if it hadn't been for David, uh, not only would we not have some of the seeds, oh. uh, especially of the red, but uh, David uh, got with the uh, grower, the wholesale plant grower, yesterday, uh, Friday, and uh, have had them de- have the plant delivered out here, uh, and uh, they had to run a special truck out here to to deliver. Wow! Really? Yeah, just to deliver those uh, blue bonnet. Very cool. So, well, so, so help me ma- make make my promise come true. Uh, so <laughs> we don't give Jerry any credit for the other stuff. He won't take it, will he? No, no. For getting all the seeds together, get them to the growers once, <laughs> yeah. twice, three times, uh, just twice, and then yeah, uh, Jerry, Jerry it takes just, a village. Jerry's yeah. just too humble. To, no, uh, he wouldn't do. It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now we, we we did we only want to mention too Tom Harris, who has been a master gardener. With us for years and years and years. Oh, and, yeah. And, and, and the, one of the originators of the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas. And Rob brought it to our attention that uh, uh, he is going to, this is going to be his last uh, program. He's, going to, he's always sharpened tools. And yeah, donated he's always the, sharpened my knife. Yeah. donated he's the sharpen my, my knife. Donated the money to the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas. And, of course, he... His articles, uh, is it the Bernie newspaper or one of the newspaper? Yeah, yeah. Writes Bernie. in. And uh, it's got one of those, uh, what do you call those where you get questions in the. Uh, yeah, he. I th- wasn't he president of Master Gardeners oh, that, one year? Yeah, yeah, yes. One of them. Oh, oh, several years. Yeah. Oh, wow, it's Frank. Goodness. Wow. Look at this guy. You. 
Good. Oh, man, this is heavy. Thank you. <laughs> wow, I'll see. It. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Is this, that uh, was very nice of you. Oh, oh, hey. Oh, these are perfect. Here, get on the mic. What are these? from uh, my tree very cool oh, this is the this yeah. is the tree that you've been talking about yeah oh yeah for oh, years. cool yeah well it came out this is the best crop i've had and i followed y'all's advice i got rid of my lazy bone and it got out there and i i thinned uh, the uh, oranges good for you and so it came out a lot better these Plus, are beautiful i was able to get and hit it with uh, my molasses spray about three or four times during the growing season. I can feel the molasses spray on it now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, these are, these are they're, cool. They're yeah, nice. that's they're pretty. sweet. They're good and ripe. I still got more. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's cool. And this so is the one. Is well, the, what's the history? There's kind of a nice well, family now, history yeah, of the tree. My, uh, my mother, see, my, on my mother's side, we were the first settlers out in the San Bernardino Valley, and they started the first orange groves up in the valley. Well, for years and years, we had orange groves. The family, was, that was our business, is growing oranges. So uh, it's That's California. California right, yeah, yeah, it's in California. Okay. And so California being California, uh, there's not even any orange groves left out there. It's all houses and junk. Yeah. And so... Uh, I can't. I have to watch myself on the mic. It's, <laughs> yes, that's okay. But uh, uh, she took some seeds from the family orchard and had them in a pot for oh forty years. Oh, at least. Lord. Well, when she died, I, I took the stuff off her patio, and I'm not going to lose that. Yeah. So I said, "Well, what the heck? It's been in a pot for this long. I need to. I can't really get a big enough pot to repot it in." So I'm just going to put it in the ground. If it lives, it lives. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And that's been about, uh, oh, geez, I guess uh, 2001, about 16 years ago, 17 oh my years gosh. ago. Were these, uh, were these seedlings, trees? No, no. They're just the seed? From the seed, and she grew it in a pot, and she had it in the pot for like 40 years. Okay, but the, the the seed produced a plant, right? Yeah, and the plant was transplanted into my yard. Oh, okay, I got you. And so it's same root, uh, same everything. Yeah. It's, and it's got big, long thorns, too. Yeah. Let me tell you, right now, <laughs> I'm here to tell you. It's still got thorns on it? Yeah, yeah. That's After weird. all this time? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it must be the particular uh, veritale of the species. Yeah, I always remember the the orange trees out there that we had in the in the orchard were pretty thorny. Yeah, huh. yeah. So, oh. anyway, I hope you guys enjoy it. And we do. Have a very very merry Christmas. Thank you. Thank right. you. We'll Thank bring you for all we'll the good work you did. back. Yeah. No, no, you keep the tens, please. Is that right? <laughs> By all means, keep the tens. My mother, my mother used to save all the tens. Yeah, from, uh, so did I. From gifts, uh, from I'm cookies and everything. You can tell he's got a whole storage uh, room. For the love I, of God, I, do I, not I, return I'm the tens. Simplifying. <laughs> okay. Things. So, uh, so that's the best way to simplify I know of. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming. And vomit off on some unsuspecting soul. <laughs> okay, guys. Thanks for coming Thanks. by. Thanks for being appreciate a fan of the show. That. We appreciate Bye-bye. you, Frank. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. That was nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll have to try one during the break or something. Yeah. So, um, uh, we got a question in. Uh, said we're we're going to be away for several weeks. If I cover several of my plants with frost cloth before we leave, how long can the covers remain in place? And uh, I heard on the radio there yesterday that uh, this is supposed to be one of the busiest uh, holidays, Christmas holidays in history. People traveling places around. And uh, I've always I've always told people that uh, it seems like our really hard first hard freezes come plus or minus Christmas, uh, we the week plus or minus Christmas. So uh, if you're gonna be out of town for Christmas, and you've got something like uh, uh, cyclamens or uh, Mexican lime, Mexican yeah, Mexican lime. Something you need to cover. Go ahead and cover with this frost cloth, and just leave it on. Uh, I don't know how long you could leave cyclamen cover. Uh, the the only danger of it it doesn't accumulate moisture under there, like plastic. A lot of times plastic will have condensation and everything, and kind of rot or uh, or uh, rot the plant. Or plant leaves anyway, but this frost cloth doesn't accumulate uh, condensation. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. Yeah, I know you're you're sensitive to the, <laughs> the cold sensitivity of cyclamen. I'm not. I, I think it has more more uh, cold tolerance than you. I would probably not cover it if you're going to leave it for two weeks. Or week yeah, two? I would. I would not for uh, Christmas. Yeah, I wouldn't leave it for. Well, you 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 know if the cold if the wet, cold weather. Was yeah, short, yeah, yeah. But not not just a. Uh, of course, it depends on what their experience are and where their beds are. If their beds are close to the house, they're yeah, sheltered. Yeah. They, it's a. Uh, you know, I've had. I have uh, not covered a lot of times when the temperatures. I are generally talk about twenty eight degrees. The neat thing about this uh, uh, frost cloth is that uh, you can cover on a day like today, whereas you use plastic on a day like today, oh, you're going to burn yeah. stuff up. But uh, you can use that frost cloth even when it's uh, sunny and clear, and it'll still, it, it won't <coughs> damage the plant and still be on the plant when uh, the temperatures drop, when the temperatures uh, get cold. What was Neil? Neil was saying that he, he's left at six weeks sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But Neil, I've, I've left the lightweight uh, uh, gauze-like material in place for as long as eight to nine weeks. Wow. Uh, now, I, however, that was over shrubs, he says, yeah. and ground covers. Yeah, that's a little... The foliage thing is a little different than the, the yeah. blooms. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably not leave it uh, that long over pansies and other annuals. Yeah, I wouldn't. Definitely wouldn't even cover pansies. But. So, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's talking pansies in the in Dallas, I guess. 
but uh, something to consider, especially if you're going out of town. Uh, the, the, he had another question about more moisture meters. That are the moisture meters I see any good for knowing when I need to water my house plants? And uh, he said, not in my his opinion, Neil Perry. Uh, <laughs> he said we need to learn to stick our index fingers down in the soil and begin to dry out. Uh, it's time to water again. Yeah, I'm kind of with him on that. Yeah. And uh, most of the time, those things don't don't work that well. But if you're going on a vacation, uh, going out of town for the holidays, uh, that'd be another reason to cover with that cloth. Uh, I'm talking about annual uh, flower bed. Because that'll uh, retain some of the uh, moisture. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't yeah. look like there's any rain but, in the forecast. Yeah, oh no, yeah. My yard is, is dry. Usually I'm mowing my grass on Christmas Day. But uh, this year it's gray, it's brown. Oh. So uh, You don't have your rescue grass growing up? Da- down the hill I do. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but not in my main lawn, a front lawn. I was just thinking I needed to mow it again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the re- the rescue grass and the bluegrass is uh, doing well. So uh, basically, the only recommendation we'd give you on that is to uh, is to water everything thoroughly before you leave. Uh, that that could be grass and. Uh, Plants and new plant, newly planted plants, and things like that. We don't recommend, uh, very few people recommend that you put your plants, uh, your house plants, in standing water. Yeah. Uh, Especially in the winter time. Yeah, but in the winter time, yeah. But usually, if you give them a good soaking water, I take them out on the patio and let the water, uh, you uh-huh. know, water go through them, water well, soak it till they come out the bottom. Yeah. And that, you could, you know, a few hours is not, well, you're talking about not, you don't want to leave them in there for two weeks or. Yeah, anything. right, right. Yeah. But uh, then put them back in the house, I think they'll be all right. Oh, sure. I think so, too. Now, your poinsettia for the holidays. That's a different story. Yep. I don't know how you how you're gonna keep those. Oh yeah. Over because they they're in a loose mix and uh, tends to dry out. That's why we use the ice cubes every day and then uh, a good soaking once a week. So uh, I don't know what you need to do with your poinsettias. As uh. I got to thinking, talking about the kids eating the poinsettias. Uh, how long have poinsettias been on the market? Have they been on the market 40 or 50 years? Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah probably so, yeah. Huh? Yeah, I can. Let's see. I don't think so. Let's oh. see, 1989, 1990, how many years is that? That's 
10, 20, 39 years is not. They were, I got here, it was before I got here. I got here in 89. Yeah, I don't I don't think my mother in Tennessee ever had points in. We did, though, when, when we were young. Did you? Yeah. Now, of course, it was a, less of a, you know, weren't, weren't a showy or anything. Yeah, like yeah. That, yeah. But they... And, of course, in Minnesota, you had to package them all up, cover them all up, make a run for the car. And, I'll say. So that, so that and have the car running. and <laughs> Like my brother and the geraniums I sent up there, too. Yeah. He, uh, we got pictures on plantanswer.com of geraniums uh, growing or, or out in the snow. And I wanted him to test them, see how, how they take cold temperatures. Yeah. And he uh, he put them out on the, on the porch in the snow in the Ohio. Yeah. And temperature was 19 degrees. He got the picture, but he said they didn't take that 19 degrees very well <laughs> out on the porch. <laughs> but it's an impressive picture. Hey, we got to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. The star at Millburgers is still the fresh-cut Christmas trees. Millburgers carries San Antonio's best selection of fresh-cut Christmas trees from the best growers. Every tree is fresh-cut and displayed in water to maintain superior freshness. And all the trees are selected for their excellent needle retention and shape. You can choose from trees that are 5 feet tall to all the way to 13 feet tall. Millburgers has Fraser firs. Nordman firs, which are known for their allergy friendliness, and noble firs, one of America's favorite tree styles with sturdy branches and attractive gray-green color. Here's another reason to get your tree from Millburgers this season. A portion of all the fresh-cut Christmas tree sales will be donated to the San Antonio Salvation Army. So head on over to Millburgers and get your Christmas tree and all your other Christmas items at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. For more information, go to Millburgers nursery.com down to the manger see the little stranger wrapped in swaddling both the prince of peace the wheels start turning torches start burning and behold wise men journey from the Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Uh, I, was, I was reading Neil uh, uh, Sperry's uh, questions and answers, and it reminded me of uh, dog problems that we're having. That I, I might give everybody a tip. Uh, Neil got a question and said, we have a fire pit in our backyard. There's no grass in the front of it. And I'm wondering what type we could plant there now to help with mud when it rains. Mm. And that was the same problem we were having uh, 
with my daughter's dogs around some yeah, I remember that. murder tree. And uh, Neil says there is no grass that will develop good roots in the winter. I've, I've never seen that statement written. But uh, I think he's talking about Dallas, maybe. Oh. Uh, you know, not down here where, where we have warm days. Well, and I, yeah, we're, or if you have sea, rescue grass or so seed grass, <laughs> I mean, if you're, you're not walking on that for two days, the thing would be full of it. Yeah, right. But anyway, uh, uh, if, if you intend to have common Bermuda in that area, eventually you can lay sod down over question? the bare areas now. In most parts of Texas, down here, it will eventually root and grow if you just keep it moist, the balance of the winter. Now, um, Millburger sells sod uh, uh, 12 months out of the year, don't they? I believe so, yeah. And uh, the sod I used uh, under those trees was zoysia. Uh-huh. It's always a sod because it's so thick. And uh, it took care of the dog yeah. problem, mud, tracking in mud all winter and actually started growing. Ooh, wow. Uh, because you think about a crepe myrtle, it loses its leaves in the winter. So uh, uh, the, the grass gets plenty of sun during the winter, which it, which it needs. And so uh, uh, that that took care of my mud problem. Is it just used sod, uh, uh, solid sod of uh, of uh, zoysia grass. Now the deal is, uh, you can get a, you don't have to get a whole pallet of, of no. grass. Depends on the variety, I think. Yeah, right. And uh, if you special order, you can get a half a flat, half a pallet of. Uh, of grass, yeah, of, of a certain variety. Uh, but uh, for, well, some for the, people even come and just pick up a few, yeah, pieces. Uh, some yeah. days, yeah, here at Nuggers. But uh, I'd use zoysia at this time of the year because it's so thick, and uh, and like he says, all you got to do is keep that a little moist during the winter time, and uh, that solves your mud problem. And it, it, it might go ahead, uh, probably will, depending, depending on how shady it is, but it might come out in the spring. Uh, mine lasted, uh, the sod I put over there under those crepe myrtle trees lasted for uh, several years. Yeah, that was a... So it was well worth it. Yeah, I was surprised at the, the performance. Yeah. You were just, you were just hoping for a... Few months and it turned into almost yeah, a permanent yeah. solution. Another thing that uh, Milton and I were talking about earlier is that uh, if you look at the sale items uh, on the Millburger uh, Millburger dot Millburger Nurture dot com website, it says that the ad list goes from December the 12th 
through the 27th, December the 27th. Uh, of course, there's a couple of them may drop off the uh, the list by then, like the fresh cut tr- Christmas trees and the poinsettias. It's only as long as they last. Yeah, they. Right. It's uh, the the first three items on the list, uh, which are the uh, all Christmas the trees. Indoor. Yeah, good through the seventeenth. So good through Tuesday. Okay. What? Through Tuesday. So the poinsettias, the Christmas trees. Oh, they go through the seventeenth. Yeah. Here's Trace. But the rest of them. Yeah, we can get some clarity from Trace. <laughs> Poor Trace. Yeah, let Trace take the blame. Yeah. We look at we're looking at this. It says a list ad list for December twelfth through the twenty seventh. It, it That's does. After Christmas. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Milton says that the Christmas trees and the poinsettias and the uh, all Christmas indoor decor and art yard art is only through the seventeenth. Is that right? That is till we pack it up or sell okay. it. Okay. Until uh, you run out. Right? Yep. Okay. And the living Christmas trees. Until I run out. Till you run out. Until okay. I run out. Okay. But you got uh, the fruit trees and the citrus trees yeah. that stay on. That's going to go on, yeah. Pansies. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, uh, my son-in-law just got through planting pansies. So when we run these in-store specials, it's, uh, it's all about... How much of it I have? Okay. So uh, you know we can keep it on for a while, but eventually the yeah you the, quanti- the quantity plays out. And uh, eventually, uh, you still have the red, white, and blue blue bonnet. We do. And as that long is, as they last. And that is a. Uh, that is the plans of oh, the weekend. Oh, we didn't. We shot Time to live. I can just see Al running back to get find yeah. that. So the plant of the weekend is uh, lupines, Texas State Flower, blue bonnets. Uh, we've got red, white, and blue, two ninety nine a six pack. And who doesn't want to be patriotic? There yeah, you that's go. right. And they they can plant the American flag or the Texas flag. They can. Yeah, that works. That's actually probably easier for you to do, Milton. Yeah, the Texas flag. Yeah, only one star. How, how easy was it, Jerry? It was. <laughs> Well, we planted a pretty big one up yeah, in Wild Sea Farms. Farms, but uh, they, are, uh, you know, somebody asked the other day, but did they all bloom at once? They do. Yeah. Because uh, otherwise, we wouldn't have been able to take pictures of the. No, are those on Plant Answers? Yeah. Can people see them? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. I thought they must. They must have been. Yeah, it's on Plant Answers under under blue bonnets. Even right. a, like we mentioned yesterday, even a. Three rows of one row of each of the colors would be kind of an impre- oh, yeah. impressive display. And the uh, the benefit you're going to get out of it is that uh, is that the the progeny, in other words, the seed that you produce out of mixing those colors, going to be colors that you've never seen before. That Bert, nobody's ever I'm, seen. I'm crossing my fingers for burnt orange. No. <laughs> Uh, we 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 got we're on the lookout for that one, Trey. Oh, no, yes. there you go. Sure, he is. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, I got too many uh, dyed in the wool Aggies work before, you, like, like Dr. Larry if Stein. You, if you had an, a burnt orange blue bonnet, it would be like the Larkspur was about uh, thirty <laughs> years ago. 
Oh, we, you we think could, those Bernard people would come We could come not forward. keep enough of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All well, right. We're, so we're, we've we're got working the, on that. We got the red, white, and blue blue bonnets, and uh, we want to tell you that they're here. Uh, they're two ninety nine for a six pack, uh, and uh, we've been seeing people buy them. So if you can come today and get them, great. You can come tomorrow. I'm sure they'll still be here. But if you want to, they'll put them aside for you, yep. uh, and um, they will uh, go ahead and. Uh, Sorry, and uh, you can just call 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760. And, um, and yeah. they're gonna be, you're going to be closed on uh, noon, at, uh, December 24th. Yes. And on Christmas Day. We're closed. That night. All right. Appreciate that. Uh, so. Right. And on New Year's Day. So we got to wrap up for today. What? Yep. So uh, we're going to call it. I was going to give you more forward side of part. I can do that next week. I can do it next week. So thanks to Al for doing a great job. Thanks, of course, to you for listening. Thanks to Trace and the gang here at the nursery. I'm Milton Glick, and uh, we are going to uh, go ahead and uh, say goodbye for today. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.